good evening, good evening, good evening. It's like, what, 9 o'clock Friday night? I'm in St. Louis. Um, I'm going to call this These Damn Kids. But, now nah, this week I uh, spoke with the St. Louis public schools and some of the kids that are, invo- that are involved in healthcare programs and a lot of people that know me, I care about kids. I always care about kids, but I get labeled as like the uh, emotionless dude, right? And I talked to these two girls that were in my quote unquote group. And before I spoke, like to a larger group, I had to like, I was sitting there like blinking, you know, when you're about to cry and you're blinking a lot couldn't really like swallow and I'm like damn they're going through a lot right now and you could see the uh, what do I want to say the disparity slash the the polish in each one of them as they spoke about their stories and both of them were 17 years old so as I thought about them being 17 years old and the stories they were telling and speaking of, like, it literally just touched my soul. Like, one girl, I don't know if I'm allowed to say her name, but, like, amazing. I asked a question about, you know, what are some of the challenges you're trying to overcome right now? And how are you dealing with it? And these aren't her exact words, but it touched me in a way like, man, I got to do more, right? Right. But she said, I know money is important and I know education is important, but I don't know how to balance them because I have two jobs. I know I have to go to school, but I also have to take care of my niece and my nephew. So there's some days that I work both of my jobs and I babysit my niece and nephew, but I don't go to school. And, like, for me, I'm, like, whoa. Kind of touched my, like, my heart, my soul, like, everything in me. Like, yo, it's not okay. Like, at no time should a kid have to take care of another kid so an adult can do whatever adults want to do. Like, as an adult, when you bring a kid in this world... You are no longer number one. That may be a message for a lot of people. But like when you do that, you you stop being number one. Your number one is now your siege, your kid, your whatever you want to call it. So I'm listening to her and I told her like, in my opinion, and I'm not like the, the end all be all, but I do okay. Coming from where I come from, I do okay. Education is the great equalizer. And when I say education, it's not all about school. It is about life experiences as well. But I tell you that education in school, books, magazines, that tremendously helps you grow your mind, helps you challenge like the the average or regular thinking 
and she was like, no, my, my dad tells me, and this is like what got me going. Her dad's still there. Her dad's in her life. Positive role model. If I grind now, I can chill later. And I was laughing because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, 100%. If you grind now, you can chill later. But the thing that I know from grinding, like, I say this and I'm not being boastful. I don't know many people that's grind is better than mine or bigger than mine or longer than mine or more consistent than mine. If yours is, I want to meet you. Let's talk about it. One thing I learned is like sometimes you can grind so hard, but you're grinding in a direction that's not going to bring you to prosperity. It's not going to bring you to a space of I'm grinding in something that will put me on a new level in a positive way, in a legal way, in a, you know what I mean? Like that's, that's important. And I think sometimes we don't know our direction because you can work so hard towards what you think is right. But if you haven't looked at big picture and where that grind is getting you, you end up losing and then you got to start over. And don't get me wrong. I think when you go through the, the quote unquote grind and you've had to literally grind and risk and hustle and all that to get whatever it is you're getting it builds a different spirit it builds a different character which is good when you understand like the direction you need to go but to bring it back to listen to these girls tell their stories like literally had me on stage before I spoke and I'm like man this is tough But I think that's that's important because me being in the space that I'm in, I was able to sit back in my hotel room and think about that sounded really tough because you grinded long enough to put yourself in a space of privilege, not privilege from I'm removed from racism, not privilege from. I'm not in the in crowd with the level of individuals that my compensation meets. None of that. What I mean is I've worked hard enough to have things that become normal that used to be the goal or the dream. And I think about kids and it's like, man, you should have. But again, it brings me back to my childhood. And things that, as a child, you didn't think were that bad or things that didn't seem abnormal. But I think about my sister. Anyone that's listened to my podcast in the past, Ebony, that's like my my best friend, my my idol. Like, money-wise, yes, I make more money than Ebony. But, like, how she is as a person, like, I only dream of being that good. Because even when I think back to when I was like, how old are you in kindergarten? Well, first grade. Six years old, maybe. At six years old, she's making breakfast for me. She's making sure we're going to school on time. So if I'm six, that means she's like nine. So a (laughs) nine-year-old. Like literally being like, not, not, not necessarily a parent, but like making sure everything works right. I eat lunch. I get breakfast. Not because my mom wasn't there, because my mom was working two and three jobs. So it's not like it wasn't a like an equal effort 
they were, I'm where I'm at right now because of what they did. My mom working two and three jobs. My sister making sure I was up. And like, I look at myself and I'm like, yo, I could have done that. Like, they gave everything they had to make sure that I would have the right example, the right path. And I think a lot of people miss that. And as you think about kids nowadays, to what I was saying earlier, I feel bad for them. Cause I'm like, man, yeah, I went through some stuff. I had to grind. I got my ass whipped a lot. Like, a lot of that. But at the same time, I always had my sister and my mom that were like, yo, you're going to do this. You're going to do this. You're going to do this. I didn't always understand it. But I was like, dang, they gonna, my sister going to beat me up if I don't. My mom will give me a whooping. So, you know, I don't really have much option. And then as I got older, like literally living with my grandfather, the work ethic piece. I didn't always like it, but I like money. And he would give me $15 if I used the push mower to cut his yard, which I don't know, it's probably like, I don't know if it's a whole a half acre, but it's a big yard, but he would give me, no, no, not 15. I'm sorry. He'd give me 25 to use a push mower, 15 to ride his riding mower. So it created like, do the hard work, you'll get paid more. So you think about life, do the hard work, you'll get paid more. It just, it paid, it, it's the truth. So to revert back to the topic, I know I'm getting off on some personal stories and all that goodness, but as I think about kids now, I get really curious around like parents because I feel like parents are the reason that kids are how they are. And I, I, I like what I'm about to say, and I hope a lot of parents listen to this, and I hope it causes some controversy. I hope it challenges the way you think. But parents now are a lot softer. Like, you're not doing your job. When I think about all the shootings right now, whether it's at, like, whether no matter the state, whether I'm in Chicago, whether I'm in Columbus and Polaris, I'm seeing the last couple weeks, we're seeing, like, multiple shootings in the Polaris Mall in Florida. It happens all the time. Like, parents, you're not doing a good job. Stop being you. Stop being your kids' friends. Start being their parents. Start disciplining them. Start teaching them like the same way you were taught, or the same way you know you should have been taught. All this soft, lovey-dovey while they're at home, and then something happens to them at school, and they don't know how to handle it. Yo, start showing them adversity at home. Stop letting everything be okay. When they start to cry, let them cry. Like, stop being a cuddler. Stop stop allowing them to be what our kids are today. Like, it, it bothers me how much murder and just crime I'm seeing right now because I used to be more worried about... And we can be honest. Like, everybody knows, if you listen to my podcast, I've been arrested multiple times. I was more worried about like what my mom was going to do versus getting arrested. But what I did was never something that like risked someone's life. Was I fighting? Yeah, I was fighting. Was I drinking? Yes, I was drinking. But was I pulling guns on people? Was I shooting people? Was I robbing people? Was I? No. No. Like as a parent, your job is to teach people to teach people, teach your kids, your kids. That's it. That's your responsibility. Your job is to make them great. That's your only job. And that's a really, really big job. And anybody that knows me, 
especially like men, women that have newborns that know me, they hear me say, man, how do you feel? I feel great. I feel great. Blah, blah, blah. And my first question is, what about the responsibility? And I always get, bro, you always be on that deep stuff. It's not about the deep stuff. I ask, look at kids like, man, you are responsible for what they become. You won't always be held accountable, but you're responsible for what they become. So I guess the point of this is, I guess I'm kind of rambling a bit from expectations to children to the expectations of what you have for your children to the end point of this is what do you want the future to be? Because realistically if you're not creating the best version of your child you're not really helping the future. And as we think about all the, excuse my language, all the shit going on, whether you think about the hatred from Trump, whether you think about the, the, the coronavirus and the education piece and how it, it changed from how kids need to get educated to more of a political factor. When you think about just our lives today, all the violence it's not teachers' jobs to teach kids how to be good good people. It's parents' jobs. It's not teachers' jobs to teach kids a lot. Like, don't get me wrong. I shouldn't say a lot because I know a lot of teachers that do way more than what's asked of them. They spend their own money. They do a lot of big stuff. And I'm not diminishing the value of teachers because... I wouldn't be where I'm at without my teachers. But I think we put a lot of blame on teachers that should be put on parents. And I'm, I guess this podcast may be entitled, Parents, what are you doing? Step up. Get your kids together. All the violence, all the shooting, all the, the child trafficking, all the bullshit we're dealing with. Where are the parents at? Like, whose kids created this? Wasn't Elizabeth Bodenhammer's kids. Wasn't Kim Ray's kids. Like, wasn't... Wasn't... Wasn't Kathy Martin's kids. You know what I mean? Like, where... What are you parents doing? And everybody that listens to this, like... Even if you're a good parent, are you holding your friends accountable to being a good parent? Like, not just are they saying the right stuff, are they doing the right stuff? If you're not working, but you're talking about you need to get a job, get out of here. They, they, they living by your example. If you're smoking weed every day and, and telling your kids don't smoke weed, they living by your example. If you're drunk, getting drunk every day, they living by your example. Like, at what point do you start owning responsibility? I guess I'm asking all y'all to, like, as a parent, what y'all doing? I'm open to feedback. If you don't know my email address, Alonzo, A-L-O-N-Z-O, K-1-1 
Kindred, K-I-N-D-R-E-D, at Gmail. Email me if I said something that touched a nerve. Email me if I said something that wasn't true. Email me if there's something I can help you with as a parent. And then if you have kids that I can help get better, email me. End of the day, parents, you're creating what's out here today. I don't have any kids. I got God kids. I got nieces and nephews. Actually, I got on my niece today because I'm going to uppercut her when I see her. Um, But literally, man, if you have kids, like, take responsibility. Be great. Stop letting them be average. I got a letter from when I was 17 and my mom cussed me out in. I got another letter from when I was 18. Actually, I was 21. She told me I was built to be great. Kept them both. I read the letter around when I was built I was built to be great way more than I do the letter that I wasn't shit. But I'm just telling you, as a parent, you got a lot of responsibility. Stop putting yourself first and put your kids first. Think about it. Be great.